Science Patrol mini episode, go! Yes, it's a Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. And now the hosts of Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Hello and welcome to this mini episode of the Science Patrol. I'm Rich Conroy. And with me as always, lovely and talented Mr. Patrick Green. Hey, everybody. So Hello. we're going to cover the third episode of Ultrafight Galaxy. New Generation Heroes. Right. For Ultra Galaxy Fight. Well, it's Ultra Galaxy Fight New Generation yes. Heroes. Yes. yes. All right. We literally watched, watched this it. two minutes ago. Again. So, yeah, well. <laughs> the the You've motto. Seen it four times, I've seen it twice. The motto of this show is called <laughs> Slides Off Your Brain Like Teflon. Oh, God, it does not <laughs> stick. Like eggs in one of those green pans that they have on TV. Exactly. Holy moly. Okay, so they recapped it and they showed us Rubu and. Or, um, Reboot? No. Uh, Blue and what's his face, his brother, yeah, flying off to save Ultra Magrigio, uh, and then we get to the fight with um, Orb and Orb X. and then Dark X, X, Dark X and, and Dark Sheed, yes. right? Which is fine. Uh, pretty impressive. Lots of blowing stuff up. Right. 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 And that's the one thing I don't like now is watching, going back and watching Nails and seeing the practical effects, yeah. and then you jump to this and see it's all digital. Yeah. I prefer the practical well, So do I. I think what they're doing with this, though, for the most part, is this. it's an, it's an, it's an internet-only thing, so they're doing it as inexpensively as they can. Okay. You know, you don't have to base things in reality when, obviously, it's all... Alien planets and the land of light, and yeah, et cetera, yeah, true, et cetera. True, true. Okay. So then, uh, just as Orb is being uh, pummeled, oh, beaten down like nobody's business, because they are so powerful, even more powerful than their original forms. Because they have the dark energy of right. Force. They have the additional dark energy, and then Victorium Slash. Right. Victory appears, and end of episode. Right. No, what well, we forgot, we forgot the middle part where, or the earlier with Ultraman reboot, where Liquidor, the planet of water. Yeah, yeah. And do you see a small little monster? Yeah, that's a, getting that's a Reagan. We've seen him. Okay. He getting was, attacked by a giant batwing monster. Yeah, whose name escapes me because I cannot think of it off the top of my head. It's, it's he's in Ultra Q. Okay. But anyway, he's there, he's being attacked. He freezes a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Um, and this planet of water has lots and lots of trees and bushes, like you mentioned. Yeah. And they, it's a lot of dry land for a planet of water is what I'm getting at here. Kids, and I'm they not sure. show, the, the part I did point out particularly is the scenes that they have, even though they're very quick, they do give you a sense of scale because right. of the trees that they have rushing past. Yeah, yeah, it's really nice. They, they did a good effect, like... Look at what's going on with all of this stuff. Exactly. Um, and what can you do? Not much. Not I'm much. just trying to find the. Oh, here's the kaiju from Ultra Q. Can we can we get a nice kaiju thing? If I see his face, I should know what it is. Is it Namigon? No, it's Pegila. I believe that is Pegila. It is Pegila. Okay. Yay! I remembered. <laughs> Subtitle: Frozen Monster. Okay. Hey, what that do you know? Sense. That works. That makes sense. <laughs> they, didn't have, they didn't have to just repurpose the suit and give him a new power. No, they they weren't with the power he had, which yeah. is always good. Super Mini Monster Minute. Forty meters tall, twenty thousand tons. He is from Antarctica, at least in the Ultra Pure version. Right. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, that was a nice little fight, even though I'm not 100% sure it took place in any actual water. No. I think that may have no, no, all no, been they were, in water. they were in a pool, because we did point out that they were standing in a pool. I don't even know if that's a real pool, Pat. It, the water <laughs> effects that they had weren't all digital. Okay. 
So, so maybe there was a pool. I think there was a small pool that they splashed around in, you know, one of those little okay. pools that they kind of stayed within, you know, five, ten feet wide, not yeah. that big. So they splashed around in it just to make it look like they were in okay. deep lakes. Could be. Um, and then, uh, then we see Ultraman Reboot. Yes. Ultraman Reboot. Oh. Um, is, I gotta get to Ultraman Reboot because he is, we're gonna go a little long on this, but um, vamp a little bit. Go ahead. Uh, sorry, the reboot. <laughs> Don't tell me to vamp when I tell you to vamp. That doesn't help. That's double vamping. It's never been done, Pat. Yes, it has. We do it all the time. <laughs> All right, you don't have to do it. That, that sort of did it. Ultraman Reboot is an ultra created by the joint collaboration of Le Copac Productions, the creators of Upin and Epin. Never heard of them. And Subrea Productions. Okay. He stars in episodes 25, 26, 27 in the eighth season, and 28, 29, and 30 in the ninth season of Upin and Epin in Malaysia and Indonesia. Oh, okay. We've um, seen those. The melee word reboot means storm in English. Okay. Yeah. So that's... Ultraman Storm. Immortalized. Okay, fair enough. Um, He, of course, shares his designs with many other previous Ultraman. Yeah. uh, Mostly Showa eras. Um, In his animated appearance, he is designed somewhat to be cybernetic feeling and has some gear mesh design. He is also the first known Ultra who possesses crosshatch patterns on some of his red parts. Okay. Okay, whatever. Uh, However, these minor details are absent from the live action suits. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Despite being based off Showa Ultras in design, he has crystals on his hands and legs, similar to recently, uh, to like Gengar. Okay, fair enough. Um, but yeah. Like I said, these guys are sliding off the brain so fast. Yeah. Because it's just so quick to go, and they're trying to cram everything in, and you just can't keep track of it. Yeah. It's just no way. I do... I do love the fact that uh, that they're they have brought in a new ultra yeah. from extra series canon, like yeah, yeah. It's a Malaysian Indonesian kind yeah. of deal, and that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. See, you know, if Sampote uh-huh. Sans had only worked with them, Ultraman Millennium could be real. Yeah, but he wouldn't work with them. What do you yeah. do? Uh, his height fifty meters. Um, he has grown 10 meters since the Ultraman Festival 2016 fan book, just in case you want to know. Uh, 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 his sure. weight is mac- micro to infinity, 40,000 times. Four. His age is unknown, presumably three-minute time limit, but we don't know yet. Haven't seen that. Uh, flight speed faster than a fighter jet. Okay. That's pretty standard. Uh, he's got the signal timer, which is a standard color timer. He's got ultra armor and uh, his G-crystals. Sure. Why not? Sure. (laughs) I think that's where we're going to leave it, guys. Ultra Fight Galaxy. Sure. Why not? We'll see you next time. Take care. Music for this podcast is provided by Terminal Sunburn. Visit terminalsunburn.bandcap.com. Post-production by Casey Kittle for Faces for Radio Productions. Visit us on the web at ultramanpodcast.com or find us on Facebook. Our email address is ultramanpodcast at gmail.com. The Science Patrol can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Until next time, for the Science Patrol, I'm Gretchen Brooks from the Kaiju Cast. <laughs>